1: Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Finley shares that it's God who supplies what we need in order to accomplish what He wants us to do. Blessed be
0: the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are His. Daniel comes to prayer and he finds that wisdom and might are from God. What's from God? Wisdom and might. Now notice these two things. When we come to God in prayer, He gives us wisdom that we did not have and he gives us power to accomplish his role.
1: You know, it's always been this way when picking sides on the playground in a business decision with anything in life, we want to be on the winning team Uh, because doing otherwise can have bad consequences, and that's why it's critical for us to choose wisely, not just go along with or follow along with the crowd. Well, today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Finley explains why listening to a wise and mighty God... Who knows everything that will happen before it happens is better than trusting in psychic predictions, uh, of false gods that were believed by pagan kings in the Old Testament. Uh, we'll study the prophet Daniel today and begin a message called The Psychics Versus the Prophet. That's next on Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365 with Pastor Mark Findlay. Please be aware that we have some helpful resources that we'd like to share with you beyond this broadcast, including a copy of today's message, The Psychics Versus the Prophet. You'll find the message, the audio file there at hopelives365.com. Our teacher here is Mark Findlay. He's president of Hope Lives 365. Uh, Today, he's bringing a new message about the young prophet Daniel, held captive by an idol-worshipping pagan Babylon, uh, with the wisdom and the might of the Almighty God, whom Daniel honored with all his being. He stood in opposition to the magicians and their fortune-tellers of the king. It was a spiritual confrontation, the psychics versus the prophet, and only one would prevail. And his prophecies were proven true. Here's Pastor Mark Findlay.
0: Back in 1996, I was walking through the grocery store, and as I was, I looked over and I saw a tabloid newspaper whose headlines were, Bible Predictions for What's Going to Happen in the Year 2000. Now, as a Bible student, anything that says Bible predictions and as a teacher certainly caught my attention. So I began to look through this particular tabloid, and it said, in the year 2000, in the month of February, millions will convert to Christianity. I thought, my, that's pretty interesting. And then I looked at what would supposedly happen in February, in February of 2000, there'll be a record heat drought across America and thousands will die. I said, well, that's not too good. And then I took a look at what would happen supposedly in the summer of that edition of the newspaper that was put out in 1996 and it said the stock market would crash and the Antichrist would rise. I said, wow! These are some fanciful predictions. Then supposedly in September there would be a mile-high image of Jesus Christ over the United States Capitol. I mean, this was getting more interesting all the time. They said, lastly, by the end of the year, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, of the book of Revelation, would be flying over both Montreal and Toronto to, to climax the year 2000. Well, now, obviously, not one of those things happened. They were simply so-called psychic predictions. I'm here to tell you, though, that the book of Daniel is not psychic predictions. That as we study the book of Daniel, we can look back over 2,500 years and see the fulfillment of Bible prophecy in the book of Daniel. You know, one thing about God, Isaiah 46, verse 9 and 10, For I am God, he says, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. Now pause there for a minute. What is one of the characteristics of God that makes nobody else like him? What is one of the characteristics of God that enables him to be different than anybody else? Read the rest with me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done. One of the things that distinguishes God is that God sees the future as we see the present. That he's able to declare the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done. The psychics may guess about the future. The psychics may speculate about the future. The psychics may theorize about the future. The psychics may have visions prompted by Satan about the future. But there is one thing about God... His vision of the future is certain. When we study the book of Daniel, and particularly Daniel the second chapter, we can look at the prophecy given in the book of Daniel, compare it to history, and have the assurance that the future of this world is in God's hands. We're going to study one of the most amazing prophecies in all the Bible. We will study about nations that God predicted by name, that would rise in advance we will study about an ancient king that was named a hundred and fifty years before he was born we'll read his name in the bible we'll look at the ancient records we'll study a prediction in daniel chapter two about four great nations that would rise and they would fall we'll study about the history of europe and how that history has been true for over 1500 years and we'll study about the fulfillment of prophecy in the future Because as we look at the past and we see historic prophecy fulfilled, we can have confidence that that prophecy is going to be fulfilled in the future. Take your Bible and turn to Daniel, the second chapter. We're going to study an ancient king's dream. Daniel 2, verse 1. In the third year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams, and his spirit was troubled, and his sleep left him. So here you have an ancient king in the nation of Babylon. Babylon was an amazing kingdom. It was an incredibly lavish kingdom. The river Euphrates ran through the center of Babylon, giving it a constant water supply. The walls of Babylon were so wide that two chariots could race side by side on those walls. Babylon had a 20-year food supply within the city. It was one of the most fantastic nations in all of the world. Nebuchadnezzar went to sleep one night, and he had a dream. He woke up the next morning, and he couldn't remember his dream. How many of you have ever gone to sleep one night, and you tossed and turned all night, and you woke up and you you couldn't remember? You knew you had a dream, but you couldn't remember it. Can I see your hands? Oh, yeah. Now, maybe you were eating too much pizza the night before. I will guarantee you, that Nebuchadnezzar was not eating pizza. Nebuchadnezzar wakes up. He has this incredible dream. He can't remember what he dreamt. But he knew that that dream was extremely important.
1: Pastor Mark Findley pointing out that God is able to grab the attention of anyone, even a powerful ancient king, with something as simple as a dream that can't quite be remembered. You're listening to Hope Lives 365. You can hear today's message in its entirety, unedited, the full-length message, by going to the website, hopelives365.com. Listen there online, or for a nominal fee, you can put it in your cart and take it home with you. Look for the message titled, The Psychics Versus the Prophet, at hopelives365.com. Look in the radio archives for that audio file. Pastor Mark is coming back in a moment. First, we want to welcome your support of this ministry. Uh, we're grateful you listen, but please consider standing with us. And right now, uh, in return for your significant gift to this ministry, we have a special way of saying thank you. It's the Red Letter Edition King James World Heritage Reference Bible with a beautiful black bonded leather cover. The volume includes 106 pages of Mark Fenley's study helps, a center column references, color maps, and uh, the front presentation page there for your family history as well. It makes an excellent gift, and we hope that it'll be a way for us to say thank you for your gift to us right now. You can contact us online or by calling us, and in return for your gift of $50 or more, you're welcome to request this King James Bible. Go to hopelives365.com, again hope hopelives365.com, or call us 855-888-HOPE. That's toll-free, 855-888-4673. In a moment, Pastor Mark returns to tell how the faithful prophet Daniel was used by God to deliver his message to the pagan king, Nebuchadnezzar.
0: Daniel answered and said, There is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, and he's made known to the king what shall be in latter days. Daniel said, Not there might be a God up there, Not maybe there's a God up there. There what? Is a God in heaven.
1: Stay with us for more. Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365. A little later, I'll be sharing information about a small book from Pastor Mark in which he assures you that although you might be facing challenges and life might not go as you're planning or desired, the promises of God are always sure and always true. This booklet I'm referring to is called Certainty in an Uncertain World. I'll tell you more about that a little later. I know you'll want to have a copy. First though, Pastor Mark is sharing about the psychics and the prophets and the desperate measures of the king of Babylon to reveal his forgotten dream and what it means. But these learned men admitted to the king that no man, but only God, can reveal what is hidden. Here's Pastor Mark.
0: Nebuchadnezzar
1: went to sleep
0: and he had a dream. He can't remember what he dreamt, but he knew that that dream was extremely important. So what did he do? The Bible tells us exactly what he did. The king summoned his magicians, his enchanters, his sorcerers, astrologers. You need to see this in the Bible. Daniel chapter 2, you're looking at verse 2. Daniel 2 verse 2. Then the king gave the command... To call the magicians, the astrologers, the sorcerers, and the Chaldeans. To tell the king his dreams so they came before him. Now we need to look at those four groups. The magicians, who were they? The Babylonian magicians would often kill a cow, take the liver of a cow, cut the liver in half, and come to the king with the liver cut in half... And they would read the patterns in the liver, the design in the liver of a cow, and try to predict the future. The other thing the Babylonian magicians did was they'd take a drop of oil and drop it on water. And you know, if oil's dropped on water, you know, it gives a pattern. So they would read that pattern and read the future. So you've got the magicians who are trying to read these signs. You've got the astrologers. Now, these are not astronomers. They are what? Astrologers. And these astrologers are trying to look at patterns in the stars to read the future. So they're the magicians, the astrologers. Now, the sorcerers, who are they? The sorcerers try to communicate with the dead. So that's who they are. So the king brings in all the people he thinks. Now, there's quite a crowd there. Now, notice it says magicians, astrologers, plural, sorcerers. So he says to the magicians, go ahead, bring me the cow livers. I don't care what you bring me. Tell me, what did I dream in my bedroom and what does it mean? He tells the astrologers, I don't care what you do, read those patterns in the stars, but you tell me, what did I dream in my bedroom, what does it mean? Then he tells the sorcerers, I don't care if you raise five dead people, but tell me, what did I dream? Now, what about the Chaldeans, who are they? You see where it says in in chapter 2, the Chaldeans? The Chaldeans are the PhDs, they are the intellectuals. So Nebuchadnezzar brings in this large group, I don't know how many there are, but there are quite a few. He brings them into this room, and he says, okay, you magicians, drop your oil on water. Tell me, what did I dream? What does it mean? Okay, you guys, uh, cut your calf livers. Look up in the sky. Uh, raise the dead. Uh, educated elite, tell me, what did I dream and what does it mean? Verse 3, you see it in the text? The king said to them, I have a dream, and my spirit is anxious to know the dream. The Chaldeans spoke to him and said, O king, live forever. Tell your servants the dream, and we will tell you the interpretation. They came and stood before the king. He said to them, I've had a dream. It troubles me. I want to know what it means. Here's what he knew. Nebuchadnezzar knew the dream was important. Nebuchadnezzar knew the dream was significant. Nebuchadnezzar knew the dream had eternal significance, but he could not understand what that dream meant. So they came and they said to him, King, no problem whatsoever. You tell us what you dreamt last night and we will tell you what it means. Now I'll tell you, Any dream you had, you just come to me and I'll tell you what it means. I mean, I may be totally wrong, but I can guess at any meaning. Right? You see, the king was too smart for that business. If these magicians and astrologers and soothsayers couldn't tell him what he dreamt a few hours before, how could they possibly tell him what it meant 2,500 years in the future? So he wasn't going to fall for that. He said, look, you tell me. What did I dream, and what does it mean? Now, the scripture says something quite fascinating here, and you'll find it in Daniel chapter 2, looking at verse 5 and 6. But the king answered and said to the Chaldeans, My decision is firm. If you don't make known the dream to me and its interpretation, you're going to be cut in pieces, and your house is going to be made a dunghill, and you're going to be really in trouble then. He said, Look, if you don't tell me what I dreamt, I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to kill you. However, if you tell me the interpretation, you'll receive from me gifts, rewards, and great honor. Therefore, tell the dream and in its interpretation. So King Nebuchadnezzar says, okay, if they can't explain the dream, execute them. In actual fact, the execution process starts. Look at verse 13 of Daniel 2. Now, incidentally, before we get there, we should look at verse 10. Daniel 2, verse 10. The Chaldeans, that's the wise men, they speak up, answers the king. There's not a man on earth who can tell the king's matter. Therefore, no king, nor lord, or ruler has ever asked things. They were so right. There is not one human being. Only God can reveal the future. They're they're acknowledging that. Look, verse 11. It's a difficult thing that the king requires. And there's no other who can tell it to the king except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. There's nobody that can explain the future. Nobody can do this except God. And so here now they, they utter. You know, sometimes people whose hearts are filled with falsehood utter eternal truths. And so here are these false soothsayers uttering this eternal truth. Now notice. The decree goes forth, verse 13. So the decree goes forth, and they began killing the wise men, and they sought Daniel and his companions. Why were they sinking Daniel and his companions? Not because they were magicians or astrologers, but Daniel was one of the wise men of Babylon, so they sought him. Now then, with counsel and wisdom, Daniel answered Ariok, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to kill the wise men of Babylon. And Daniel says to the captain of the king's guard, he says, look, Give me some time. Some time that I can go to pray. When you don't know what to do, you know just what to do. When you come to the end of your rope, and even before you ever get there. For Daniel, prayer was a way of life. Prayer was something that Daniel did, not merely to get favors from God, but Daniel entered into a relationship with God. Daniel knew God. And so the scripture tells us, in verse 17 and 18, Then Daniel went to his house and made the decision known to Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, and his companions. And he sought mercies from the God of heaven concerning the secret, so Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision, so Daniel blessed the God of heaven. And Daniel answered and said, There is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, and he's made known to the king what shall be in latter days. There is a God in heaven. Daniel said, not there might be a God up there, not maybe there's a God up there, not perhaps there's a God up there. Don't you like that phrase? There what? Is a God in heaven. When you see the rise and fall of nations, when you see the confusion of the political systems of this world, to know that there is a God in heaven. Now, there's something I do not want you to miss. I want you to look at verse 20 and onward. Daniel 2 verse 20, when Daniel receives this answer, he says, Daniel 2 verse 20, blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. Daniel comes to prayer and he finds that wisdom and might are from God. What's from God? Wisdom and might. Now notice these two things. When we come to God in prayer, he gives us wisdom that we did not have, and he gives us power to accomplish his role.
1: Pastor Mark Findley on Hope Lives 365, reminding you that uh, when you don't know what to do, you know what to do, and that is, of course, to pray, because wisdom and might are from God Almighty. Earlier, we mentioned a small 64-page book from Pastor Mark Findley that we'd like you to have. It's available to you in return for your support, a gift of any size. It's called Certainty in an Uncertain World. Uh, with all the political unrest in our day, the health crisis, a hurting economy, and many, many other concerns, uh, many folks, perhaps you, are growing with that sense of uneasiness about what the future holds, not, not even certain what's coming tomorrow. Well, we're concerned about what kind of world our children will grow up in and where society is headed to. And we think you'll find that what Jesus said in John 14, let not your heart be troubled, is a great encouragement. Well, that message of hope, of trusting in a loving God, is central to Pastor Mark's book. Ask for it today. Uh, your gift of any size to the Ministry of Hope Lives 365 will bring you a copy of Certainty in an Uncertain World. You can request it and give online or on the phone. Call us at 855 hope or you can make the contribution online at hopelives365.com. And remember that you and your friends can listen to this entire message Online, it's called The Psychics Versus the Prophet. Go to HopeLives365.com and look for the radio archives.
0: Daniel gets on his knees and prays. And what does he discover? God, wisdom and what? Might are yours. God is wise enough to know the future and empowers us.
1: In a moment, Pastor Mark closes out today's broadcast of Hope Lives 365. And as we finish up today's edition of Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Finley is sharing a true story that illustrates that God always knows everything. Here's Pastor Mark.
0: Let me tell you a little story. We were building this church, and as we were building it, we were about two weeks away from our occupancy permit. And we had understood that the shopping center here would take the responsibility for putting in the lights. Along the street, about nine months to a year ago, a car came down this street and knocked down one of the major street lights out here on the corner. When the county came to us and I contacted the shopping center, they said, you are responsible for the lights in front of your building. And the county said, unless you get those lights fixed, you have no occupancy permit. You can't occupy. It was two weeks before our grand opening. They don't have them over there at Lowe's. They're specialized lights. And so as the result of that, we get on our knees. And I remember I was kneeling in my house here in Dominion Valley, got on my knees up in Regency, said, okay, God, we're supposed to open here in two weeks. I have no clue where to buy one of those lights. And I began checking around. Nobody seemed to know where you could get one of those lights. And I said, God, you know where those lights are. Daniel chapter 2. Daniel gets on his knees and prays. And what does he discover? He says, God, wisdom and what? Might are yours. God is wise enough to know the future and empowers us. So I had made friends with the manager of the shopping center here. And as a last resort, I said, I, she probably doesn't know. She was new because the Toll Brothers had owned this shopping center had sold it to Rappaport. So I said, but I'll call her. So I called her and I said, you know, I'm really baffled. Two weeks and, we, and we're going to open it and I don't have one of those lights. Now, her office, she manages many shopping centers, and so she's only up here occasionally. And when I called her, she said, Mark, it's really curious that you're calling me. I was up here last week, and we've got a vacant store next to Giant. We are, we are storing things in that store. And she said, Mark, I was in there the other day, and I saw one of those big light poles that you're asking about lying on the floor. And she said, I didn't know what to do with it. I just wanted to get it out of that place. Within an hour, I was in that store next to Giant. We opened the door. It was there all the time. God knew it was there, didn't he? God knew it was there. What does scripture say? And we put that up and we opened on time. Wisdom and might are what? God's. When you don't know what to do, you know what to do, right? So it says wisdom and might are his. Now look, if God in Daniel chapter 2 can reveal 2,500 years of history in advance... Do you think he knows your future? Do you think he does?
1: Pastor Mark Findlay on today's Hope Lives 365 with the assurance that God knows what's ahead for all of us and we can truly trust him. Remember, uh, we stand ready to assist you in your faith journey by providing a number of biblical resources. You'll find all of them online at the website hopelives365.com. Well, that does it for today. Next time, Pastor Mark Finley continues the series Unsealing the Secrets of Daniel, part two in his message, The Psychics and the Prophet, and how Daniel could both know and interpret the dream of the ancient king. Don't miss it on the next Hope Lives 365.